Guess what? I am so excited to tell you that the waitlist is finally open for the Fall Mastermind. Ladies, if you are just seeking to deepen your faith and 10x your life by having God co-labor with you along a 12-week journey, then you need to get on the waitlist and get all the information, pray about it. I always encourage women, never just jump in, pray about it if God wants you here in this group. We are starting right after Labor Day. Get the information by jumping on the waitlist right now. Head over to the link in the show notes. And what we're going to do inside this mastermind for 12 weeks is we're going to just deepen our faith together. We're going to commune together, collaborate together. And I'm going to give you some practical strategies, powerful accountability every single week just to help you grow in your faith and embrace a life filled with purpose and abundance. You were created for more. I know that because God tells us that in the Bible. There's no reason why you're playing small. You should be living a big, bold life full of prayer and letting God lead you in the way he wants you to go. Let him equip you with his power. And that's what I want for you. Over these 12 weeks when we spend this time together, I just want to help you feel the presence of God in your life like never before. So you can just feel empowered every single day to do what God wants you to do in this life. Get on the wait list. I'm super excited to have you. Let me know if you have any questions and enjoy this episode. Welcome to Addicted to the Climb. I am your host, Kelly Tyen. As a faith-fueled health and transformation coach, author, and breast cancer survivor, my mission is to provide you with the wisdom, the tools, and all the success tips that I've learned along my own journey in health, fitness, faith, and personal development. Plus, you'll hear some incredible and inspiring conversations that will motivate you and empower you to keep on climbing no matter what you're going through. Let's buckle up to start a brand new climb together and start showing up differently as we work our way to the top. Right now, this is your time to take in all the positivity and all the blessings that God has for you. So let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome back to Addicted to the Climb. This is such an exciting week for me because not only am I bringing on one incredible woman today who has so much to share with us, so much value to add for us that you can take away right now, but she's also a client and a friend. And I'm so excited that she said yes to being on this show today. So grab your notebooks write some things down. Maybe you're on a walk right now or at the gym, but take the moment to jot down anything that comes to mind that sparks something inside you because that's what climbing higher is really all about. I'm here for you and I want to bring as much value as I can through this show. So I am welcoming today Melissa Butterworth. Let me tell you a little bit about her. She's a serial entrepreneur and the current co-founder and CEO of Advanced Strategic Partners, 
which is a merger and acquisition firm focused in laboratory diagnostics. Her firm was named the top M&A firm in the U.S. in 2022, having surpassed $2.2 billion in transaction work over 16 years. She's a global ambassador for the Startup Studio, which is an education program focused on bringing entrepreneurship into the school system and the recent founder of a not-for-profit company called the American Interns, which was created to assist women worldwide with mentorship and internship programs. Melissa also is the author of two books, The Endgame for Lab Owners and Clues, which is one of my favorite books. You will need to get a copy of that, you guys. That helps um, those books are focused on helping women find and live a purpose-driven life. So much about Melissa that we are going to dive into. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Kelly. I am so excited to be here. And I just, you know, I can't speak enough about how amazing you are and just how much all of the things that I've been working with you on as my coach have significantly helped me. And so I'm sure we'll dive into that as we uh, work through this program, but it's a pleasure to be here. Ah, uh, thank you. I feel the same. You know, I always say, and you believe this too, Melissa, God, there are no coincidences with God. And over the last couple of years, that has really shown up in my life. The more I pray, the more I lean into him and ask him for his direction, his divine appointments, he sends me the people that he knows we need to connect. So always keep that as one of your prayers to all you guys that are listening. If you don't have people in your circle or those that are uplifting you or you need a little help, ask him to lead you to those people. And he will, I promise. If he does it for me, if he does it for Melissa, he will do it for you. But I want to share with you guys how we did meet initially. I am on LinkedIn and Melissa is on LinkedIn in if you've been following me for a little while, you know I love LinkedIn. It's one of my favorite platforms because it's truly a platform to connect. I'm on Instagram and Facebook. I just don't find personally, and I don't know about you, Melissa, I'd love to hear your opinion, but I don't find the connections like I do on LinkedIn where people genuinely want to get to know each other. Do you feel the same? Yeah, I know 100%. Um, I, I can't say enough about that. As a matter of fact, it was in January of this year that I had put out to God through prayer that I meet somebody who could help me, mentor me, guide me, and really help take my life to the next level. I mean, I I have so many amazing things going for me in my life, but one area that was really important for me to be able to hone in on was my spirituality and my faith in God. Um, and that's when um, he directed me to you. And it was through LinkedIn. And I got your book. And I think I shared this with you. Or maybe I don't know if I did. But I took your book uh, on my birthday um, to a little beach resort just to take a few days off and actually read your entire book when I was when I was there on my birthday. And I texted you and said, Oh, my God, Kelly, I've got to meet you. Um, I know that God sent me to you. So I'm just so excited. So, I mean, to go back to what you said, absolutely. The con uh, the contacts and the connections on LinkedIn are just 
to, to me far superior and it brought us together. So it's pretty, pretty cool. It is super exciting. I love, I love that platform. So, all right, let's dive in to your story because I would love for you to take us on your journey of where you started to how you got here. I know you have such a passion for people. I mean, I can't wait to talk about Clues, this book that I truly love. Again, every one of you should have a copy of this book. And if you, at the end of the show, if you tag us and share this episode, I will gift you a copy of Melissa's book myself because I want you to Yes. So Melissa, give a t- take us on the journey of who is Melissa and your passion behind everything you do and how you became the woman you are today. Sure. No, thank you so much. And that's so kind of you to, uh, to offer up uh, the book clues. I mean, my God-given mission is to get this book in the hands of the billions of women out there um, so that I can truly help them find their purpose and live their purpose. So I'm very, very appreciative of that, Kelly. Um, so sure, you know, I, just to kind of give you a, a background of me, which I think it's important uh, to understand, I was actually born and raised a, a farm girl. And um, both of my both of my parents were were school teachers, came from very, very humble beginnings. We really didn't have much in terms of monetary stuff or, or things, but we had a lot of love as a family. We had it was me and and my older brother and and both of my parents. And every Sunday they instilled in us, you know, how important it was to go to church. I mean, it was just something that we did as a family unit, as busy as they were teaching during the week. You know, we would all come together on the weekend and we would all go and we would give praise to God. And I didn't realize at the time how important that was going to be for me to have as a foundation, because as I kind of progressed through my life, you know, and and one of the things that I, I learned through all of that was that, you know, material things, they're really not, you know, important, but having that foundation of, of God is, to me, is, is, is very important. Um, I would progress forward, you know, a couple of years, and I had several, what I call traumatic medical um, experiences that happened in my life. Uh, for example, when I was nine years old, um, I, my right arm was actually um, severed from my body, which is pretty traumatic at the age of nine to have that happen. They gave me no hope at all, and my parents no hope of ever being able to regain use of my arm. And they pretty much, you know, explained to my parents that I would end up with a prosthetic. Of course, uh, I didn't. I, I beat all odds. I'd spend the next three years in intense physical therapy and having to do like simple things like relearn how to use, um, you know, a fork or a spoon and relearn how to use my my right arm to write and just everything that we take for granted, right, on a daily basis. But I had that medical situation and I talk a little bit about it in my book clues. I had five or six other pretty serious medical things happen to me. And that's really what took me on my destiny towards a career in the medical field. I made the decision to take all of the, the things that had happened that were somewhat uh, challenges in my life. And I, I decided to turn that into my passion and my, and my life purpose. And I talk a lot about that in my book clues. Uh, if you're out there, anybody's listening to this and you've had some setbacks, you've had some things 
um, that have happened and we all do, right? You, you've had things that have happened. Maybe that's just God's way of, of telling you that that's supposed to be what you turn and, and use that as fuel to, to fuel your passion. So that's what I did. I uh, started a career. I've been 26 years now in the medical uh, profession. Um, didn't always have my own business, was, um, was in medical sales and was at the top of my game at 32, was doing like the top of the company was their number one producer year after year. And I was fired from that job. And that's just once again, because I have such deep faith at the time, I didn't realize that that was God's redirection, but it hundred percent was, I was never meant to be in corporate America too long. I was meant to have my own, uh, my own company. And so I think that having that foundation of faith, faith Kelly has really helped me coming all the way from my humble beginnings to having all these medical situations occur, but really making me recognize that, you know, you're supposed to go in the medical field, help other people. Um, and you're supposed to use all of these things that have happened to you uh, just to propel you forward. Mm. And so that brings me somewhat to like where I am, you know, today. Um, I don't know. Can you relate with that at all? Have you had things happen? Yes. And I love this because just this morning, I do a LinkedIn live every Tuesday at 1115 people Eastern time, either on my page or Miranda's page, we share the space. But this morning's message was all about how faith has shaped us as a person through and you talk about all the things that you've been through. But when you have faith, it's something different happens inside you the way you handle your circumstance how you called it a redirection, knowing that maybe it's God's redirecting me to something else. And although you've been through so much traumatic events in your life, I mean, as a little girl, nine years old, I mean, that's as traumatic as it can get for a little girl to go through that. And, but your faith really has shaped you. I'm sure the way you look at things today are different with faith than they would be without I I hope that's making sense because what we were talking about this morning was I used to, if something happens in my life, I would handle it with anger, emotion. Why me? God, aren't you here? I used, I remember getting angry about things and through the years of deepening my faith and really trusting God, the power, his word, the Bible, what he tells me in the Bible of how he wants me to be. It's just, I see things different now. We had a falling out yesterday in my family with a house that was supposed to be bought. It fell through in the last minute. Anyways, I would have blew up in the past, but having God in my life and just having a strong faith, Melissa, over these years, I'm like, you know, I think there's probably another buyer out there that is meant for this house. It wasn't supposed to go to them. And maybe this home, this family needs this house. So God will show up when you get stay faithful, when you stay close to him. He'll open the door, close another one. So I firmly believe that too. I am so aligned with you growing up in faith. And it's really just, I'd love to jump into that a little bit more with you in your personal life. Were you, because I know a lot of people on my show, they listen to the episodes and some of them are really new to faith. They don't really know how to spark their faith. What would you say to them 
as a as a woman, you know, walking in faith and still learning? I I personally feel like having a coach, which is why I reached out to you to begin with. Um, to me, that's the key mm-hmm. because while I've always been faith filled and have a strong foundation of, of going to church, probably a lot of people can relate with this. So I would go and try to read the Bible and it was like, thou art and thou art. And I'm like reading all this. And I'm like, I can't even understand this. Like, what am I reading? And so I started looking for a coach, which is why I reached out to you back in January. And I will say, in just the last two months of having our one-on-one sessions, being a part of your group, it's really given me a focus. It's kind of like, okay, you go to the gym, right? And you can either have a trainer or you can do it yourself, right? So you go into the gym and you you pick up the weights and you might be like doing it all wrong. But if you have a trainer, the trainer's going to kind of say, well, hold it this way or hold it that way. And that's what you've been for me. You've really helped guide me and you've helped from an accountability perspective. I know that, you know, we work together, you give me assignments, I go back, I do my assignments. And by the way, I'm doing anywhere from two to four hours a day of work uh, since I've met you. And I am making it a priority. I used to wake up at six to go work out. Now I'm waking up at five and I'm doing an hour in the morning of the work. So I'm really putting in the work because I have you as a coach, as an accountability partner, and really as somebody that I look up to that has a lot more experience in this area than I have. And I know from being a very successful nine-figure entrepreneur. You know, I've gone out there on my own and done this for myself. I know that without the great mentors and coaches that I've had, there's no way I could be nearly as successful. So that's why I reached out to you. And I know this, we hadn't, this is totally ad lib. So I hope that you're okay with this, but I just cannot thank you enough. And that's my advice to everybody. Find yourself a coach and make yourself accountable and have those weekly check-ins and not just a coach, but a community of other women. Like some of the women have texted me, Kelly, that are a part of the group and they've said prayers and I've sent them separate texts to say prayers for friends of mine mm-hmm. um, that maybe like right now, one of my friends is in a coma in the hospital and I sent out to a prayer group, you know? Um, so it's just really given me that sense of extra community as well. Oh my gosh, I have chills. I was speaking about this. This is so off track right now, you guys. This wasn't on our agenda, which I always have an agenda, but you know what? This is God flowing. And I want them to know also that, first of all, you are willing to put the work in. You want God working in your life. This is what I'm hearing from you. So if you're stuck right now and you're frustrated right now, you're not getting answers. Maybe you need more clarity in your life. You're trying to pivot or you hate your job. Whatever it is, and maybe you haven't gone to God with this yet. What Melissa said is so meaningful. Your life can change and you will get answers. She's spending two hours a day, two to four, you said, with yeah. God in prayer. and. That's what's going to set your life on fire. And that's what's going to help you, Melissa, you personally go from this place to this place. And I'm moving my hand up because that's how you reach those mountaintops that you once dreamed of. God will make a way when there seems to be no way, but you have to put the work in. We can't forget that. We can pray. 
oh, Lord, bless me, keep me safe, do all those things. That's beautiful. But spending time with him, putting in the work so he can work in you is where you'll start seeing your life transform. You'll start seeing change. You'll start becoming so clear on your own calling and what you are made to do on this earth. I mean, that's a whole other podcast. We can talk about that. I want to do, I do want to, and thank you so much for giving me those compliments. I really, truly appreciate it. And I believe the same thing. I have a coach. I actually just got off with my coach and it's so important to have that accountability, even in your faith and your spirituality, so they can say and keep you on track. So I believe the same, very aligned with that. So Melissa, I want to talk to you about your book. Okay. Why did you write clues and give me, I love how you talk about the treasures. There's so many treasures, first of all, inside this book, so many key takeaways, so many lessons that we can apply to our lives in this moment. But where did this stem from for you? What made you write clues? So I'm so glad you asked that question, Kelly. Um, it's actually a, it's actually a, a funny story, and I'm going to tell on myself. Um, so it was the middle of COVID, and God had put in my heart to write a positive, uplifting, helping women sort of book, but I wasn't really sure exactly what that was going to look like. And I was sitting in my living room in the middle of COVID, probably like a lot of people, and I had gained weight for the first time in my life. I think I was like maybe I had gained like 30 pounds, 35 pounds. I was doing all the wrong things. I was eating you know, the pizzas and the chocolate and having my wine every night and not going to the gym and pretty much sitting around feeling sorry for myself. Right. And, um, and I'm, I'm making fun of it now, but so what do we do when we feel sorry for ourselves? We like either some of us will go shop or some of us will go and, you know, and, and we're looking for external things versus looking in and going to God and praying about it. Right. So I was doing all the wrong things. And I went to a car dealership so I could buy myself a new car because that's what I do when I'm depressed. And I went to the car dealership and my nickname is Jaja and I drive into the car dealership and the, the, the owner comes out and he's like, Melissa, I didn't know your name was like Jaja. It's Melissa. Right. And I said, Steve, no, that's my nickname. It's Jaja. And he's like, Oh my God, my daughter Jaja is in the car dealership right now. And she's been dying to meet you. So he brings me in. I meet the daughter, the daughter's in high school. She's a part of this entrepreneurship program, which you mentioned earlier. I'm an ambassador now for the startup studio, but she's a she's in high school and she says to me, Melissa, all of these years that my dad has had this car dealership, I've never seen a woman come in here who could afford one of these exotic cars on her own. I want to be just like you when I grow up. Will you come speak to my entrepreneurship class? And I said, sure. So that propelled. And, and that really started my journey of, of putting together clues. And I, I went to her school, conducted a uh, couple of, of contests. Um, and what I noticed in that contest was I was given away $10,000 cash prizes, paid internships at one of my medical companies, the ability to help me write the book, be in the book, be featured in the book. And um, of, the, of the thousands of students I spoke to, I think maybe... 10% of them entered the contest and 99% were women. So I was pretty shocked by that. I was pretty shocked, but I think it was looking back, perhaps women are more open to doing the internal work that they need to do to find their purpose. 
So that that's kind of the long of the short of, of how all of this came up. And what it made me realize was that sometimes in life, God can give you multiple purposes, right? You can have your your professional life purpose, and that can change over time. But you can also have personal life purpose, which that's what I figured out through this whole process is that God put in my heart, it's not about taking everything that you've achieved from a monetary perspective and going out there and buying yourself clothes or buying yourself a new car. It's about taking that and doing good for other people. And that's how clues came about. That's how uh, and the girls are featured in my book. They're fabulous girls. They helped me write the book. Um, a lot of great things has, has happened as a result of, of those interactions. I created the American Interns, which is my give back for women who are interested in uh, being mentored and for women who want to be able to, um, you know, let's just say they read the book and they think, wow, I want to go into health and fitness. Well, then if they're interested in coming to my website, then they've got the opportunity to potentially mentor under someone like Ellen Latham, who's the founder of Orange Theory, who also happens to be in my book. She's another amazing woman who's faith-filled, who's one of the youngest billionaires now in the world because of her dream uh, with health and fitness. So that's the long and the short of that, how it all came about. But in reality, it was really God that stepped in um, and helped me see the light of, of that. But it was also through Jaja. Steve's daughter that helped kind of guide me in that direction, which was what I call a clue in life. And wow, that is amazing. It really is amazing how, again, God puts the people in your path when he knows you need that person. So that little girl showed up on that day when you were just feeling down, you had no idea what the day was going to entail, and this book was born. I mean, talk about. God's hand on your life. It's truly amazing. It truly is. And I'm so blessed to have this book myself, honestly. Thank you. You talk, you say the secret. Uh, the secret is found in our subconscious mind. And I believe that too. And you touched upon how becoming aware, you know, a lot of women are they are apt more to do the deeper work than men. I mean. I only can say that personally because my husband and I, he's not really into personal development like I am. I'm, I want to dig deep. I'm about what what can I do better? How, you know, men just think differently, not to go on a men and women tangent right now. But this, you say the secret is found in your subconscious mind. And I just want you to talk about that a little bit and explain to them what that means and how they can dig deep into their subconscious mind to get more results, to climb higher in life? Sure. No, that's a really, really great point. And I have had to work for years and years to really train my subconscious mind. So we all have a subconscious mind and we have a conscious mind. And typically we're going through the day and we have anywhere from 50 to 70,000 thoughts a day, right? And Sometimes we're not even aware of what some of those thoughts are. For example, you might, you know, I, and this is one I had to really work on. You might catch yourself saying, oh, don't eat that. You're going to gain weight, you know, or don't do that. You might get fat or, you know, just these, these thoughts that are popping up that we're not even aware. Well, those thoughts go into our subconscious mind and they feed they feed the direction that our life is, is going to go in. And so in my book, uh, Clues, I give multiple exercises 
um, that you can put in place to start train, I call it train your brain. And I give several different exercises of how you can like train your brain, um, you know, to, to stop thinking those negative thoughts and to replace them with positive thoughts. And it really does take a very conscientious, conscientious effort. And, you know, Kelly, I think probably the, one of the things, and I don't know if you've caught this yet or not, but clues is really God. And I don't say that as much in my book because I let the reader kind of figure that out themselves that, you know, clues is God. And it's, you know, the people that show up in your life, the places I prayed to God to please send me somebody that could be my coach for my spirituality. And he sent me you. And I knew it immediately that it was you. So I, I think, and I don't know if you've seen in your life, the power of the subconscious mm-hmm. and how that affects every area of your life, but it, it does. And I will, I will say this, that I started as early as 15, because I grew up a competitive tennis player, really focused on training my brain about my thoughts. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think my life, I think the reason I have such an incredible life and I've been so successful is because I have been able to, to do that. And, and it really goes all the way back to when the doctors told me at nine years old that I'm never going to be able, and, and they didn't tell me, they told my parents that I would never be able to reuse my arm ever again. And so imagine if they had told me that, well, they didn't. And I'm so thankful that they didn't mm-hmm. because I don't want even want those thoughts to enter my subconscious mind. You know, I was a little kid. It's I never do different. Yeah, it's true. And I think, you know, it's up to us to quiet those thoughts. And most people just let them run on replay. And then over time, they wonder why they're so down in the dumps or they think of themselves as unworthy or, you know, not good enough. And those thoughts all start in the subconscious mind. I believe that too. And I have, and you know this, my mantra, because of course I'm human. I have those nasty thoughts that try to take me down, but that is John 10, 10 in the Bible. The devil tries to come steal, kill, and destroy like a thief in the night. But those nasty thoughts, I've come up with this mantra a couple of years ago, just, I will not be defeated by my inner negative voice. And I have to say that out loud during the day at times, because I don't want to feel defeat. I don't want to live like that. And that's a choice that we all get to make at the end of the day so we can rise above our storms and rise up and be a light in this world instead of living in the pity party, in the misery, but nobody wants to put the work in. I've realized, you know, just over the years, people just live the same every single day. They're stuck in those thought patterns, but I'm just telling you today can be your day. It's a new day. You can literally break the pattern starting right now. If you want to, it's a choice. It all comes down to a choice. So I love that you say it's about training your brain. It's just like working out, right? It is. It is. And I have to add one more thing. So since I've started working with you, this is like something that your listeners can do that will help them get out of that funk. So since I've started working with you, and I, I subsequently read a book called You Were Born for This by Bruce Wilkinson. That book has changed my life. You've changed my life. This book has changed my life. Going on this path has changed my life. And what that book focuses on is that 
get yourself out of those self-consuming thoughts and pray and ask God, God, what is it that I can do for you today? God, please show me, bring me my miracle missions for the day. Tell me what it is that I can do for you. I've been doing that, Kelly, for the last month, and I cannot tell you the number of daily, what I call miracles, but not only miracles that I've been able to, to help other people with. And I'm not talking about just financial miracles of giving a homeless some money, or I'm talking about, you know, all types of miracles. You know, I had some, one example is I had a lady that um, that works in our building here at, at the place that I live on the beach. And I, we got noticed that she had a massive heart attack and she was in a coma and that she likely was not going to come out of coma. And God sent me to the hospital on Sunday and I spent three hours with her family praying and the doctors came in and the doctor said, there's no hope. And, you know, very bad bedside manner. And I told them, don't worry. He's very pragmatic. He's a doctor. That's just how doctors are. And I said, we're going to pray. And we prayed and we prayed and, and we asked, and I asked this lady, her name is Nikki. I said, Nikki, open your eyes. If you can hear us. And she opened her eyes, Kelly. She's been in the coma for seven days and she opened her eyes. Then she shut them. And I thought I was imagining it. So I said, Nikki, open your eyes. And she opened them again. And I told that family, I said, you know, God is the final decision maker here, not the doctor. I said, I understand he's being pragmatic, but it's God. So I'm sharing this story with you and to your listeners, because there's nothing better than getting yourself out of your own funk, than praying that God shows you what kind of miracles can you provide for other people. And since I've been doing that over the last month, I could, I, I could, we could have a whole podcast on this because I've had so many miracles happen in my life. I mean, you know, my business has already been flourishing, but I've got two other big deals that just signed on us. We had a massive, uh, massive closing two weeks ago. I mean, everything that I'm doing because I am um, on this track and, and honestly, it's because I'm doing the work and because you've been my coach directing those steps. So I, I just, I'm so excited. Oh I think you can God. tell I'm so excited. No, it is. I hope you're feeling this through the speaker that you're listening to this episode on right now, because this is God. We, I am just, I always say like, thank you for giving me these compliments. I am just the messenger because my heart is set out to be God's messenger and to help as many women that I can see themselves the way God sees them. Know that God's for you and me, not just for me. He's for you too. So, I mean, this is so exciting to just sit back and watch you, Melissa, evolve and just climb to these heights in your faith that, I, I mean, maybe you didn't even know were possible. I mean, these are divine appointments and divine miracles that are set up by him. So. Hang on, listener. If you're in the midst of anything right now and you're like, I want what they have, or I, I can't see the light right now. All I see is darkness. I just want you to know that he's there with you if you just hang on. I promise you that. He will never leave you or forsake you. He wants what's best for you. And he wants you to just, maybe he's calling you a little higher right now. To, to get yourself out of that place that you're in. Maybe you're feeling stuck there and you're keeping yourself there. So it's again, becoming aware of what you can do and then letting God work through you. So I love all of this so much. Well, 
couple more things I want to jump into because you also talk about unlocking confidence. Now, a lot of us, we talk about the word confident, okay? And it looks different for everyone. I mean, some people feel confident when they make a ton of money, but you, I want you to give us a few keys because most of my listeners are women and a lot of them struggle with being confident, whether it's hiding behind in photos not confident enough to go to a gym or ask for a promotion, confident just to be themselves. They don't, they hide behind who they think they are supposed to be. You know what I mean? And I would just, I love yeah. So I want you to touch upon that a little bit, maybe give the woman that needs it some hope right now, build up her confidence or how she can unlock her confidence. Sure. Wow. I mean, I could spend days on the whole area of confidence because I think as women, we all have suffered from a lack of self-confidence at some point. And I can't even imagine what the women and the girls today are having to deal with, with all the social media. I mean, it's, I can't even. it's just crazy. I mean, I was growing up, I was the awkward girl. I was, I'm six feet tall. I was super skinny. They called me big bird. I was so awkward. I never was, you know, I wasn't the girl that had the prom dates and you know, I was, I was just was not that girl. I was, you know, pretty much always felt very, very different. So I've really had to work at establishing self-confidence and I've done so many things to, to, to do that. Um, you know, one example is I, I, you know, with my profession, public speaking, I have had to get out and do a lot of public speaking. So I went and I, I went to a, an organization called Toastmasters and I did Toastmasters for three years to become a much more confident speaker, right? Then there was the, you know, that's one aspect of it. Another aspect of it was, you know, self-care, taking care of myself. You know, I think when we feel better about who we are, I mean, that could be simple things like, you know, as women and as, as, as mothers, I have a sister that's got two kids and my brother's got two kids, you know, they're always, you all seem to always be putting your kids in front of you. And I did a lot of that by putting my clients before my own needs. And so I think self-care, you know, being careful what you eat and what you put into your body and mm -hmm. fueling your body with healthy foods every two to three hours and drinking lots of water and, you know, and, and taking the time to go on a, a daily walk or just something for yourself. I mean, self-care looks different to everybody. I also think by just getting out and putting yourself out there and practicing. I mean, it can be anything, you know, I, I think the more knowledgeable you are, like, you know, it took me years of experience in the medical field to really get great at, at what I do now. I've got the knowledge, right? But, and I think with knowledge comes self-confidence, right? So I think there's just so many aspects of self-confidence. And, and again, I could go on and on. And those are just three examples, I think, of, of, of things that you can do to develop that. I also think developing your faith. I mean, it, you turn everything over to God and you ask God for the answers. You quit worrying. You know that he's got your back. And if you truly have that sustainable faith as a foundation, then you become more confident. Mm. I mean, does that make sense? Oh, that's that's the most important one. That's what I teach women because a lot of times they lose their identity and they they don't feel pretty enough. They don't feel confident enough. But the key is, is when you're leaning into your faith and really trying to deepen your faith and activate it inside you, you'll end up realizing at some point that 
the way God, our father loves us is the way we should look at ourselves. Like we need to start seeing ourselves through his eyes. Nothing else matters. He made us, he created us. He's our father that loves us. And if we can just start visualizing ourselves through our father's eyes, you will become more confident. So faith is, that's, that's the main one for me. That's how I built my confidence. Instead of comparing, I used to compare, like you said, I don't know how the girls do it today. My daughter's 23. She came off social media probably four years ago herself. She couldn't take it anymore. She was getting so consumed. She needed a break. She was on Instagram doing all the things. And that's good for her. It might not be good for anyone listening, but you know, sometimes you got to step back and say, is this tearing me up? Am I feeling unworthy or less than by looking at this stuff? Maybe you need a break because it can get hard. But I've learned to embrace comparing. Like I've learned to look at other women now as I want to be like them. The ones that are two steps ahead of me, not say I'm inferior to them. So yeah, I know that can be a whole other podcast. I'm going to have to have you back on the show. There's just- Yeah, I'm so excited. And and, and (laughs) I would love to. And by the way, you hit the nail on the head. It is for me, number one faith, a a thousand percent. And that is, and yes, no question. And you know what else I saw in your book that you talked about, and this can build your confidence too, people, is you don't call it a vision board, but a self-esteem collage. I loved that so much, Melissa. That was, I just changing the word, you know, vision board, people, vision board. What about a self-esteem collage? Yeah. Tell us how they can do that. I think everyone should do that tonight. I, I know I'm going to tell my daughter to do that because it's genius. I love that. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I, I you know, there's so many, I mean, I do this once a year minimum, sometimes twice a year. So, I mean, just have fun with it. Have a girlfriend come over. You know, if you like your tea or if you like your coffee or a glass of wine, whatever it is that you enjoy doing with your girlfriend, get like an eight by 10 or get a big poster board and bring out magazines. You know, you'll feel like you're back in school again, right? It sounds kind of corny, but I've done this for everything, including my own career. Um, and, and you just start cutting out pictures. Like for example, you know, I have a, a section on the, the the board that's all about faith. And Kelly, I might have your picture there or your book, a copy of your book, you know, the front of your book. And um, and I might have like a picture of the prayer of Jabez, which is something else that you've taught me about to kind of add to that. And, you know, and then, you know, in, in another section, you know, if that section's faith and another section, I might have self-care, right? Because that's so, so important to help build self-esteem. And with that self-care, I might commit to having you know, a massage once a month just for myself or, you know, getting out and walking with nature four days a week and, um, you know, whatever it is for you that's going to increase, you know, that you really, truly enjoy. And then, in, you know, and then in your relationships, you know, whether it's with your children or your husbands or your coworkers, um, you know, what type of relationships do you want to see more of? And, and when you go through the magazines, when you're sitting there and you see these happy, beautiful relationships, whatever speaks to your heart, put that on your self-esteem collage. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, it's, it's, you get the point. I mean, you you basically want to put on the board things that are really, really important. And I'd like to kind of narrow it down to maybe three or four key areas of your life. Mm -hmm. You know, it depends on what you're dealing with at that point in your life. Mm 
Um, if you want to have more spirituality, put a lot of spirituality up there. If you want to have more, um, you know, self-confidence and put some of the things out there that's going to help generate, you know, more confidence for yourself. Exactly. And, so, and it's fun because at the end of the year or the end of the quarter or you know, every six months, you can go back and look and say, wow, like I've accomplished that. It's yeah. just a great feeling. It is. It's a great exercise to do. And I think most of us can say we are visual people. And I know for me, the more I see it, the more it speaks to my heart, the more I can really just, I, 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 like I have on my wall in my office, I have so many different um, sayings, Bible verses, because I need to always look up and remind myself that with God, all things are possible. You are capable of amazing things, Kelly. Love is patient and love is kind when I'm losing my patience. So I'm visual <laughs> and I need to see things. And the more I write things down and stick them on my wall, put them in my car, I'm just, it's reminders to, of who I am, of who is the woman I want to be as well. And I think that's so important to live a life of fulfillment. I mean, we have to remind ourselves that we're not staying the same. God doesn't want us staying the same. You want to 10X your life. You need the visuals, the, the vision of who you want to become the Bible verses that will empower you every day to become her or him. So that is so important. I love that idea. I will be doing that with my daughter. I know. I love that, Kelly. I feel like you and I together are like, like they always say that two can dream a dream better together. And I feel like you and I together are somewhat of the dream team because you've got that beautiful prayer square for prayer square. And that's something that you taught me. That's so incredible to help build my faith. and then as a businesswoman on my side, like, you know, I'm, that is my thing. That is my passion. That is one of my purposes is to build big billion dollar companies. And I, I thrive at that. Right. So I feel like together you and I are, it, it's, it's amazing. Cause you were the missing link that I really needed it, you know, to help kind of, I don't know, I, I guess I want to say close the gap on that, that missing piece that I was missing. Mm. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. The dream team. I love it. Well, everybody needs to stay tuned of what is next for us. Keep watching. Keep watching. Make sure you are following Melissa. Speaking of Melissa, I would love to chat with you for another two hours. We will have to do a second show at sure. some point. But where can my listeners find you, reach out to you, message you, and get in touch? Sure, sure. So um, I am at Melissa Butterworth, uh, like the syrup, on LinkedIn. Um, also through the AmericanInterns.com or AdvancedStrategicPartners.com. But just to keep it super simple, um, you know, and, and also Melissa C. Butterworth on Instagram, but um, whatever's easiest for everybody is great for me. Okay, perfect. We'll put those links there. Make sure you connect with her, follow her because she's doing amazing, amazing things. So thank you so much for being here, being in my tribe, and I'm just so appreciative of you. Guys, thank you. yes, you're very welcome. And listen, you got a lot from this episode, and I hope that you really do pray about what's next for you. Maybe you're lacking confidence right now or faith in some way. And I just pray that this message today just encourages you to climb one step higher in your life. Get closer to God. Say a prayer. Maybe say something different to him that you said yesterday, or maybe you haven't said anything at all to God in a long time. 
Now is your chance. It's never too late. You're never too old. You're never too young. So get moving. It's time to take action. That's what it's all about. Thanks all for tuning in to Addicted to the Climb. Don't forget, if you're looking for a safe place with like-minded women, the Mastermind Waitlist is coming this fall. You can spend 12 weeks with me, and I'm so excited. The link is in the show notes. Until next week, keep on climbing. And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for being here every week because my goal is to always empower and inspire you so you can keep on climbing even when life gets tough. If you felt blessed today, it would mean the world to me if you subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And one of the ways you can help me is if you would leave me a five-star rating and a review. This is really how I can help more people just like you. You can do this right on your podcast app on your phone. It's super easy. It will only take one minute. Also, if you want to be part of my private community on Facebook, head over there to Faith, Fuel, and Fitness, and I'll meet you inside. Or you can even head over to my website, kellytian.com, to get more inspiration and resources to keep you on your own climb. Thank you again and have a healthy and happy week.